Hey everybody, this is Pastor Jason, and I want to welcome you guys back to the Men After God podcast, where our goal is to have conversations to equip the next generation of godly men. On each episode, we'll bring biblical truth on a wide range of topics impacting the lives of men. And our desire, as always, is to help you strengthen and deepen your relationship with God. Joining me today is my brother in the Lord, the mighty man of God himself, Pastor Terrence. We're both leaders in Brother to Brother Men's Ministry and pastors at River of Life Kingdom Ministries, where our apostle is Barbara Alexander. But what I'm going to do now is I'm going to ask uh, my brother in the Lord, Pastor Terrence, to just take a moment and lead us in prayer as we get going today. All right. How everybody doing? Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless your holy name. Lord God, we thank you for this opportune time, Lord God, that you have allowed for us to uh, listen to, to one another, to hear the testimonies of your word. We thank you, Lord God, that uh, this podcast would be anointed and that, uh, that your presence would be in the midst of every listener. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, Thank you very much, Pastor Terrence. And today's show, the title of today's show is Born Again and Beyond. So in this episode, we're going to share with you how Terrence and I both came to Christ and how we continue to live for God on a daily basis. So I want to take a moment and thank our listeners, everyone that's joining us. If you have any comments, questions, as always, please, please put them in the chat box because we are recording this live. So we thank God for you guys. But the topic today, born again and beyond. Born again and beyond, Pastor Terrence. I felt led to talk about this today because a lot of people get born again. A lot of people go to church but a yeah. lot of people don't take it to that next step. So okay. I wanna, wanna take a moment and just kinda, you know, for the, the time that we have, tell us, you know, briefly about your origin story, I guess. How, you, how did you come to Christ? <laughs> and then I want brothers to, men of God to know, like how do we, we'll get to this in a, in a moment, but how do we stay with him? And then why do some, some guys, why do we fall off after we get born again? Like what is it that, that, that distracts us, what keeps us away from God? But talk, talk to us for a moment and, and let us hear your story real quick. Okay, so my story, um, it might be a little bit different. Uh, and maybe, some, and maybe it, it becomes parallel at different stages of my life. Because, so first off, my, my stepfather, uh, he's a man of God. He, he's he's a, a minister. And I used to see him reading his word often, you know, talking about the Lord. And this was at a very young age. And so I got saved uh, coming from the the video store, going to rent a movie. <laughs> I'm in the 80 Malibu, in the two-door 80 Malibu. And so I just asked him the question, like, man, so what's to it? Like, why, you know, how do you become saved? And um, And so he, you know, he explained it to me. And then, you know, you give your heart to God. And, and, and I was like, I want to do it. And so he led me to Christ. Man, right in the car, right in the Chevy. So I, 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 that was, it was, I was eight years old. And, um, but I, and I say this is that I had a strong sense of, of just, I was God conscious because of the home that I grew up in. And so I, um, that was the seed. That's where, that was where the seed was planted, should I say, you know, 
um, and I don't want this to sound like a eulogy, you know, because they always say at a very young age, a person they were brought up in the Lord at a very young age, and then and then they went to high school. But so, so nevertheless, I did go to high school. <laughs> so, um, over time, in different stages of my life, that relationship with God was challenged with the my atmosphere of life. The more that I was exposed to the more that um, my relationship with God was challenged. You know, uh, so I've, mm, middle school, I, I was probably the most poised and, and eager Bible carrying young man mm-hmm. at the school, you know, not to mention, I guess, cause all the guys didn't like me and they were trying to fight me. So all I, all I had was the Lord on my side. <laughs> so, cause I was the new guy. Yeah. On the block, <laughs> moving in, but then um, you know, high school, high school came and man, uh, certain things in my relationship with God it, it fell back. And I'm gonna just say that. So during the adolescent years, you know, of course, the temptations, the normal temptations of girls and mm-hmm. girls and and girls. So you know, <laughs> I love you, Lord. But my emotions is calling me, yeah. you know. So uh, trying to <laughs> trying to find that balance, you know, that was tough. That was tough. But it, it wasn't until, and I, I'll say that it's progressional, in reference to my relationship, you know. So for me, I, I knew that I was called, that I had a purpose to do something uh, more specific for the Lord but my character was still being built up um, in the duration of my life, you know? So I will say this is that over time, it was just, it's just a continual progression of growth. When, when I was in my early twenties, that's when I, I started to look at ministry and, and just looking at being a, a believer in general, I, I was looking at it from a, um, to go deeper. I, I knew that it was more than just go to church, go to work and go home. And so I, I, I know that it was at, at that particular point that where it's like, okay, I really want to live this thing, not just on a Sunday. Right. And so th- then that's when the Holy Spirit start, just started to deal with me about uh, my own character in, in those ways. And so I just say over duration of time, the Lord, and still now to this day, you know, I'm not, I'm not, by all means, I want to talk like I arrived. What I'm saying is, is that there is a, a continual uh, pruning. There's a continual cutting and taking away, uh, chiseling, all the stuff that uh, really wasn't me, but the life experiences brought to me. And so, so that I can now look more like him. So, which I'm still in that process. I'm still in that process, but it just took for me to have that desire. I, I wasn't happy with me not reflecting the image of God or what I was hearing from the preacher or what we knew to be right. You know, I think a lot of us as men, like we know what's right, but then at the same time, we can know exactly. We know what's right and we also know what's wrong, but we can kind of turn the blind eye to the wrong and just keep moving because it's popular. Yeah. I, I saw a lot of men that was very complacent where they was at. And I'm talking about they had the, they was preachers, they was pastors, they was all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like that didn't matter. So, but I just knew that there was a, there was a conviction in me that like this, this is not it. This won't cut it. 
So I've, I'll say this, and I'm going to let you go ahead and talk, man of God, is that I found I'm finding the most growth when I am uh, always examining myself. You know, prophetic words is good, you know, for those that have went to a, I know if you have been to the river, you have at least got prophesied to one time. I have been prophesied to, and and those things are good, you know, to hear what the Lord is saying. But I also know this too, that the Lord speaks the most to me about me. I mean, like, so I, me being real with myself and being able to hear the Lord has brought me, I feel like more growth where I would see more outward growth with how I deal with people, how I deal with myself, uh, because of me willing to be honest about the real conversations that Holy Spirit was heaven to me, uh, with me about me. If I'm being trifling, if I'm not in my word enough, the Lord, uh, you know, Holy Spirit to check me. Um, if, I, hey, if I shouldn't be just thinking that, like, man, you, you shouldn't have those type of uh, thoughts, you know, that that's not me. So, you know, to, to, to big, to, to small, but I don't let it go unnoticed. I never feel like I'm in a place where I'm perfect in that sense. So I'm, I'm always still depending on God to show me my heart, because I do believe the word when, it, when the Bible says that a man doesn't know his own heart. So I don't want to psych myself out. Right. Right. So I, and I just leave it at that. All right. Cool. Amen. That's an awesome origin story. Praise God. Every, uh, every superhero's got their own origin story. Right. But, uh, you know, all of us have like something that, that initially drew us to God. And what's funny is that like, everybody's got something different. We all have a different story. Like, but we all came to Christ. That's, that's how awesome he is. Right. No matter what walk of life that we're on, we, we come to him like on that path. Right. So for me, I had been going to church as a young man, and we were just going to church. Like it was, you know, I, I, I had no relationship with him. I was going out of, because my mom and was making me, he was going on Sundays because that's just what we did. I didn't come home. I didn't read my Bible. I remember one time I was, I don't know if I was in seventh or eighth grade, man. I just started crying. I'm like, I don't want to go. Like, I just did not want to go. And I wanted to stay home and watch the bears. Right. I want to stay home and watch the bears. And then I started crying. It's like, I just do not want to be here because I didn't understand and appreciate, have an appreciation for the relationship that was to come. And, you know, I'm, you know, 13 years old and that carried with me through high school. But as I grew and it's, it's interesting that so many of us go to church because that's what we did. That's what we, we did growing up. But for me, it wasn't until I met my, my wife before, you know, before we got married, um, at age 17. So I think I was maybe 17, 18 when I was uh, actually made the decision. Cause I didn't, I thought that going to church made you saved. I didn't know that even though I was going to a different church now with my, with my, uh, with my wife, we didn't have like, no one was like talking to me about being born again. I knew about the prophetic, but I think everybody just assumed that because I was there, that I was born again, that I had uh, made the decision to be born again. And I hadn't. And so I had actually asked my wife, I'm like, am I saved? Like, I didn't know. I'm, I'm like, you know, 17. I don't know. And it's, 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 and I think this conversation that we're having is so important because I think, I don't think a lot of men know 
whether or not they're actually born again, because they just, we grow, we grow up just thinking that we just go to church, but never making that conscious decision to say, Lord, I live for you. I, I want to live for you. I want to get to know you. I want to make sure that I know where I'm going to spend the rest of my, rest of my uh, eternity, basically. So that was, that was it for me. And so we were just going to church and then, and she said, you know, do you, are you saved? Do you think you're saved? And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. No one had prayed the prayer of salvation with me. Right. And so I, I ended up praying it on my own from what I can remember. But a lot of times we're doing things that we think that, that, that born again people do, but we, we may not even ever sit down and pray and confess and, and say that I'm a, I'm a, I was a sinner and I, I, I believe that Jesus Christ died for me. So like for me, that, that was kind of my background in terms of getting saved. And I think one of the things that's helped me to stay connected to him is that I've been staying connected to people who are connected to God. And so I've found myself since the age of 17, 18, surrounded by people who, who not just go to church, but people who have a full-blown relationship with God, where they pray, where they worship, where they go to church, but then they come home and they live what they've been taught in the word of God. So for me, that's, that's kind of my background. Um, and I, I think it's important for, for men to hear, like, you know, your, your, your origin story may be a little bit different than, than mine, but as long as we come to, as long as we're able to come to God through whatever, whatever mechanism, there's guys that get born again in, in prison. There's guys that get born again, you know, on a job, wherever it is. But I think it's funny that no one ever asked me, was I born again? And I was going, to, I, I'm in the church. No one was like, Hey, are you actually, did you, did you actually make this confession? Um, so I just, I find that just really interesting. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's my story. And I want to bring up real quick, Pastor Terrence, you, you mentioned something the last time that we came together about independence and you were talking about how in the kingdom of God, independence actually comes when you get closer to God. But we live a life where independence is about separation, but in the kingdom, it's like, we, we should, we want to come closer to God. This is that, that thing that's different about the kingdom. That's so awesome. Well, yeah, well, so, you know, society, we live in a society that, that pushes for independence, uh, looking for your own thought, your own way. You know, everybody wants to do, you know, the declaration of independence, right? You want to break away from being under another but yet the, the kingdom is just the opposite right the kingdom is hey it, it's who who's ever under god that's where you really find your freedom yeah. you know uh it was put in put in a way of that it wasn't until you became a slave that you became free yeah yeah a slave to christ that is you know is that that's when you really find your freedom that, that you become a bond servant that's the way i believe apostle paul put it that he's a bond servant to Christ. And so, you know, I think one of the things is when we say about, talk about independence is, well, what do we want to be independent from? Right, right. And what do we want to be independent of? You know, what, what's the purpose? What made us, who told us that we had to be independent? Right. You know, right. Who, who set the standard and said that that is um, what, it, what it's all about? 
Yeah. Was that's, it that's, was it not the adversary? Was this still not the same conversation that was in the Garden of Eden? Yeah. You know, trying to say, hey, you know, uh, he don't he don't want you to eat that fruit because then you would be just like him. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, you know, man, you need to break off from from up under his yeah. his covering, under his leadership, you know, yeah. and be on your own. And that's, so that's, that's what we're taught, though. That's yeah. That, as men, and I, and I think that the point. Like where I'm going is as as men, we're taught to be alone. We're taught to be like, go out in the field and be by yourself and start a new family. And I think a lot of men, they treat their relationship with God like that. Where it's like, they'll, we, we may get born again, but we won't go beyond that. Because this this mindset that says, I need to do by myself, for myself. And we ended up, we end up finding ourselves alone. And so I believe there's a lot of men that are alone right now. And that's that's something that's keeping them from going further in God. This 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 belief that I I don't need somebody to do this for me. I, I and but they don't realize that when you come to God, this is this is where we can get the fullness for our lives. This is where we can get we can have everything taken care of in our lives, and He'll give us the wisdom. But it's that that separate that mindset of separation, that mindset of I got to be by myself. I think that keeps men from becoming everything that God wants them to be. So they, we, we get born again, but we don't go beyond. And I think that this, this mindset of independence, this, this I need to be alone, is something that keeps us, keeps us from him. And it could happen uh, as even from the origin of childhood. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely uh, generational. The, from from that, that thought process can be passed down generation to generation, right? Yeah. But I, I think it's because it's also said without balance. And I'm saying it's not even, we, you know, it's one thing we're talking about men that don't even know God, period. Right. That, that That's not saved. And then I'm saying even from men that, that are saved, that, 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 go, that went to church or whatever. So, but I believe the lack of balance and more uh, information that was needed to the young boy to that young boy that you want him to be independent you want him to grow and to be able to to pro- make progress yeah. but still not lose sight of where where his safety place is because i think that also brings frustration to men of god yeah. is that because men are trying to be so independent now they have nobody to lean on. So now they yeah. built up with so much frustration because they feel in this weight of the world they're toiling Yes. Because they're out of the Garden of Eden symbolically, right? So now if you're out of God's presence, you're out of Eden where, where provision is. So now you're working hard. The, you, um, the ground is hard. And, and so they're toiling in life for everything, in every relationship, and in every, um, in every job encounter. You know, it's always a, a, a hard work, a hard taskmaster. Yeah. master life is right that's what they would say but you have no relief but your relief was really in god what you need and so then it, it produces other weeds and we're going to call it that's the weeds yeah. that that uh sprouts up but the yeah. men have had so much weeds so it's like man another hard task and then relationship things and then if they're not feeling respected by the women the woman that they're involved with you know let alone if if they're married okay then your spouse and so it's it just produces more frustration yeah be 
because that lack of relationship, which really was never meant to be, but never even um, talked about. So I thank God for this podcast because there's so many men that just need to know that, hey, for you to go beyond, you definitely need to be dependent. Uh, and it's okay to be a dependent of uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ and God the Father. Amen. So yeah, that's it, man. I think, I mean, you, when you're talking about the ground being hard, like that's that rat race, right? That we've talked about in our men's meetings before, like we, we don't, we got to get out of this rat race where we, where we look up and uh, I saw a meme, man. I was like, they had a brother, a guy chasing, they put, it was, it was like a dollar on a stick and he was mm -hmm. chasing the dollar like his whole life. And then it was like, then he was in the grave. And it was like, that's, that's how we live our lives a lot of time where we're chasing things that one don't satisfy. We're chasing things that don't bring that, that type of uh, fulfillment that we expect instead of chasing after God. And I don't mean and in a way that God is like elusive, but God is, is here and uh, he's, there's so much to him that we have yet to even peel back because we, we just don't, don't take the time we allow the distractions of life, the cares of life to choke out the seed of the word that we do get when we do come into the house of God. And then you, what you, what's, what's crazy is that when, we, when the ground is hard, that's when we, we don't want to go to God. Hmm. We don't want to go to him. Now it's like, well, I, I go to church, but now God, now this thing's not working in my life. So God, this God thing must not work. So now I'm going to pull further away from God further which is where exactly where the enemy wants you to be he wants you to be alone and i just i don't i want brothers to uh you know of all races to know that you're not alone you're not alone in this walk with god and it's so often like i like so i'm, I'm thankful for these opportunities for us to come together uh and i was watching this uh this replay of a conference last night and i was telling my wife about how you know the four men of god that were on the stage they had such a relationship between them, there were there was the transparency, there was the, uh, the, the 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 shoulder to cry on, and they all give glory to God. But the, none of them would be where they are without one another. And so, it's 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 interesting because we we can't go beyond if we if we're alone. And so, for any man that's listening live with us or on this podcast, you know, in the future, just know that you're not you're not by yourself. And there's no need for you to be independent. We, we, we talked about this before. We don't want to live this life independent of God. It's time for us to, we, we want to go, I want to go beyond. I want to, as much, as long as I've been born again, and as long as I've, as much as I've learned about God, there's still more, there's still areas of my life that I need, I need his, his gifting on. I need his anointing on. Um, and so, you know, I, we got to get out of this rat race. We got to get out of this rat race. And you, you talked about before that, that being born again is not just living on a Sunday. It's not just that life on a Sunday. Like we, we, we got to move beyond just kind of being, you know, things being settled for that three, four hour period that we're in service. And then you talked about it before, like, otherwise we're going to be in this complacent uh, phase in our lives where we're just not, you know, nothing's working. Everything's hard. You know, the Bible says that the way of the transgressor is hard and you're not the transgressor. You're the, you're, you're the, you're, you're the, the planting of the Lord. You're, you're uh, his children, right? So we don't have to be 
uh, so alone in this thing. And so, you know, you know, can you think of anything else that what else keeps us? And I don't, I know this is similar to what we talked about before. What keeps us from going beyond? Well, even, you know, I was going to say even the whole notion of the, the ground being hard or so, or so if we're living our hard knock life, the school of the hard knocks, or if we come from the hood, or if, if we had to get it, what they say, get it out the mud. If, if you just, the, the notion of, of the struggle, we subconsciously equate that to manhood. Mm-hmm. And so that's why when you were saying like, man, so when it's hard, where we would think that common sense would say, go to God. Now we want to try to even prove even now all the more yeah. that I'm a man because look how I stick stuck out the hardest of situation. So it's kind of like you, you trying to earn your subliminal stripes yeah. Um, yeah. with how hard your, your task was in life when <laughs> In hindsight, it's just foolish, right? Because it's like, wait a minute, I never intended for you to go through all of that, but you, but just off the notion of being independent, uh, you you did that, and so, so when we say that, it it, it kind of the the reality of it is is that we need some mental healing. We need a renewed mind because the uh, the original, I mean, uh, or not not the original, should I say, but the the revised perspective of life that that our life experience has brought us has now allowed us not to function to the full of ability of what a a human what a man really supposed to do and i just want to briefly just talk about chat with bozeman okay because you all okay as as you all know that that he passed at, at the age of 43 but uh in 2016 he was diagnosed with stage four cancer that it changed from three to four so not even we don't even know how long he even knew he had cancer before 2016 but just know that the colon cancer had progressed to stage four in 2016 four years ago but since then he kept it very quiet only his immediate circle knew but he did some phenomenal things uh, in between going to chemotherapy, uh, going to doctor visits, he he uh, he did Black Panther, the movie that every all, every uh, per, person in the comics that that love they love uh, Wakanda forever. Yeah. So and then all of the other Marvel movies that he uh, that he get had his guest appearance in, but then also too he did Get On Up, he did James Brown and a few other movies. But my point is this, is that at the very notion of knowing that a person has stage four cancer, they would have stopped everything. Yeah. They would have, they would have not worked. They would have not excelled in their area due to what was brought upon them or what they heard. And so what, and so what it would chat with Bozeman's life, how he lived, what that showed me was there is more to the human body than what we know because he did not let that limit him. So that means he was doing fighting scenes. We saw his body was still cut. Yeah, yeah. Even though he had stage four cancer, he still pushed past the thought of, oh, I'm sick. That means I have to sit down. That you see what I'm saying? Is that he he 
he went to another level of ability. And so what I'm trying to say, my whole reason for bringing this up, uh, men of God, is that there's another level of, of ability in each and every one of us that we have to press past. But what are we allowing to be our stumbling block to say, you know what, I've put this fake wall up, this us, uh, this conscious wall up to say, you know what, I can't do this or I can't do that because uh, of what the world have taught us, because of what a Babylonian system have told, told us how we should live, yeah. how we should think. And so if he's able to press past, how much more can we press past with help of Holy Spirit in every area of our life? Is there any area off limits? Because, you know, even as it pertains to marriage, you know, we, we may like to think that we know women or that, that you just know, you know, like that's my, I've been around, that's been my boo since high school or, or whatever. And you just think you know everything. But can it really be better if you went to the manufacturer, the person that created her, yeah. that person that knows her more and know when things change, you know, it, or uh, we think we know all it is to know about money, but, but God to say, you know what, I'm giving you insight to another area, uh, an untapped area that I want you to dig here, you know, in, in, uh, in the old Testament wealth was he also equated with whales. And so if you had well, if you had a source of water, and so, the, the, but the Lord would tell them where to dig. So, you know, Jacob and, and uh, Isaac and all of these people, they had their wells that, that was named after them, but that was associated with wealth because the Lord had told them where to dig because yeah. where water is, there's prosperity. So my point is this, is that the Lord will tell us where to dig. Yeah. So even though we, we hey, we, we're good on our jobs and that sounds good, but however, God is saying, ah, yeah, that's all right. But that was in your strength. It's, and that's the thing. We as men, sometimes we'll tap out at our strength and we, and we are, and get complacent with that. When God is saying, no, I call, I want to be the super to your natural. Why don't you walk in the supernatural, but you staying in this, in this uh, fleshly realm where you, it, it goes uh, with limitations. I, I, I like to say this, and I'm Indian man of God, you go ahead, is that revelation beats education a hundred times over yeah you can go to school you can get your degree you can go and get your trade you can do all of that let's just even say from a trade standpoint you know how to fix cars but if you had a revelation of an invention mm -hmm. well it supersedes you working and changing motors if you figured out uh, uh how to create a whole new, new motor that yeah. doesn't require oil Yes. You know, so, I mean, there's a higher level of thinking, but we have to tap into it. And the only way to get access is through Jesus, because he's the door yes. to a whole new perspective. Amen. Well, sorry, folks, that is all the time that we have for today. I want to thank Pastor Terrence and all of you for listening to part one of Born Again and Beyond. In today's show, we talked about the importance of taking your relationship with God beyond Sunday mornings and how to overcome the challenges that try to keep us from knowing and loving God on a more intimate level. As always, we trust that you were challenged and motivated by today's discussion to seek God for relationship to help you to become better men, husbands, brothers, and fathers. This podcast is available for you to download and subscribe to. And when you do, please take a moment to leave us a review. 
You can also learn more about River of Life Kingdom Ministries at www.rolkm.com. Take care.